Woo! Welcome back. Well, no, this is like, welcome to season two of Taco Table. Season, oh, we're doing that? Okay. It's season two. It's 2020, y'all. We started our first episode in January of 2019. Wow. Oh, God, it's been a year. You wasted at least like 10 hours of your time. And didn't you love every like millisecond of it? If you didn't, you wouldn't have come back for a new episode. Unless you're a sadist. Or you want to find out where we are to kill us. Please don't. I mean... Because I'm a sadist. <laughs> Dad, if you're listening to this, that's not true. Anyway. So, Monster. Yeah, welcome back to another episode of Talk Table. It's 2020. Uh, we have a couple of things to say about yeah. animation of the year. Of the decade, actually. Demon Slayer should not have won that. That was a whole oh, bunch of bullshit, we, and that's all I want to say. We were going to talk about it, but she mentioned it just now. Look, that was BS. Demon Slayer shouldn't have won. That was a flavor of the week, and that's why people picked it. Yo, actually, 100%. 100%. End of story. That doesn't even... Bro. We'll do a podcast on that. We could. We should. We should We should talk about our, our favorite animes of the decade. We could even make a list. I would make a list. It might be a little long, but... Like that's, Attack on Titan, sh- didn't win that. How? Sway was pretty crazy How? too. Like, Ever Grown had a grand. Excuse um, me. Ten years. Doesn't matter. Look, uh, yeah, ten years means that's you, you'd have years. to have an anime with a lot of content too. Like, Facts. It, it makes a significant difference. I know they were saying animation, but there were other animes. But even if you go off animation, there yeah, are other yeah. And there's still other animes that had so, I don't know. better and art and animation in mind. Opinion didn't really make a lot of sense. Um, doesn't matter. We're here to talk about monster. Monster. Uh, oh, I dropped my. You know the anime that we were talking about? Oh, last year. <laughs> so. Oh, you can leave now. By the way, you can. <laughs> Just uh, don't forget to like and subscribe around. before don't, you do. Okay. Yeah, maybe dislike. <laughs> don't forget to share us. A uh, report flag video. <gasps> yeah. How could you? Hey, right. look. Yeah. Monster episodes three, four, and five. And five. Is that accurate? Three, four, and five. That's what yeah. we're talking about here. We were gonna do more, but honestly, there there's was a lot g- to unpack. There's a good amount of content, yeah. Yeah, that the we're last working three with episodes, a hundred percent. So where did we start off? Where do we stop? Sorry, with the the last one. So episode two kind of ended off with the murders yeah. of the director and the two other surgeons. And uh, he was basically laying in bed. So this episode, well, the third episode started off with, um, you know, him being the police coming to his door. And they were asking him essentially about his alibi and stuff like that, too. So honestly, I feel like episode three, they kind of is a little bit of a gloss over with those murders. Like, um, you know, I have to agree. They didn't really... I'm not deep. saying it's a bad thing necessarily. Yeah. No, no, I don't think it was either because I feel like if they did that, they would have just drawn it out for like another yeah. how many episodes for no reason. So here's the thing. Because it's not the anime. This I'm, I'm 100% fresh to this anime. I don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just watching the opening and you see him looking a little raggedy. You know, he's, he's not shaving in a yeah. while. You got the trench coat. He's like walking through freaking wasteland. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, do they actually think he did it to such an extent that they tried to chase him and he's on the run he's that the seems run. a little crazy to me yeah 
thankfully didn't pan out that way because there's no fingerprint, there's no video evidence. He, he has, has an alibi. Had an alibi. He was, although you understand there would be a motive there for him to become the uh, head surgeon, the chief surgeon, and then eventually the director of and, the hospital. Yeah, and eventually down the line, the director. There was nothing really tying him other than a potential motive. Yeah. And I think I really appreciated that. Um, so the fact that they didn't just jump on him immediately That's was like nice. jump the gun type shit too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the detective, I don't remember his name actually. Uh, Lunge, Lunge. Lunjo, Lungo. It's like Lunga. L-U-N-G. I think it's Lunge. It's like L-U-N-G. Yeah, it's a strange shit. name. But it's like German, so it's not pronounced Lunge, I think. so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you real weird guy he's a weirdo now at first initially um when he met dr tenga tenga tenma i assumed <laughs> yeah because the lunge name yeah <laughs> i and you know he had the hand movement i was thinking the doctor was going to take notice of that which he did but i thought it was going to be medically related to something you know something oh i see like a physical okay. i'm not saying terrestrial necessarily but you know something along those lines like but tick. it wasn't it turns out it's not a, really a tick so much as a quirky way oh, yeah, or quirk. strange way quirk. of his like recording events that occur around him yeah it's like his version of like photographic, photographic memory. memory yeah because he types it all out versus like taking a picture Which of is it really it's like well how would you you know that's something you would have developed i know that sounds weird because you develop ticks and quirks in general but um specifically typing i mean because to learn to fake type to record something in your head you would have to be familiar with the keyboard and typing Very in true. general that's Very not true. something that will naturally occur like if you were never around a computer in your life there's no way you could come up with that so are you thinking that's something he developed while on the force potentially or prior or maybe prior like I don't when know. he was in school or something but that's really specific that's like yeah. having a guitar court yeah. you could only have that <laughs> if somewhere along the line played guitar. a guitar was somehow relevant to you yeah true. so that's interesting it's that right. his version is typing especially um at his age and yeah it looks like he's 50 and the time that the anime is taking place in we're talking oh this true. is after world war ii or during i think it's after world war ii it's after world war ii because you still have refugees and whatnot yeah. so you're telling me oh this wait is... maybe maybe further because dude they have computers like computer computers no yeah they do but it's not well it's a war in germany it's like not, something's this happening isn't recent there recent yeah. well you know, in human history, it's not guess, recent it's enough. Relative, but recent yeah. enough, probably for him to have been using a typewriter. It's po- yeah, one hundred percent possible. Be- because when you use a typewriter, you have to know exactly where the keys are, so you don't mess up. And my whole thing is, you know, it's not twenty twenty. <laughs> Honestly, so for him to have a typing quirk, I think is really interesting. That means either he writes a lot, or I- I'm not really sure. I'm thinking typewriter based. That's I don't know if that's gonna be important to the anime. But it's definitely something I, I took note of. And, I think and it was just to him. give him more character because I, he's, I do he's think gonna it was. be a pro- I feel, he's gonna be a prominent character. One hundred percent. Yeah. But I don't know if, if that adds anything to it. I could be thinking about it too much, but I did think about that. Well, maybe like think about it like he might remember things that other characters might forget. Yeah. Like oh, remember you said this this day and this time, and I like typed it all in my head like weird stuff like that. So that I think there's a possibility. I've seen some of it. I haven't, I don't really remember because it's been so long. My memory ain't that great, especially since I was a kid. And this is like all dialogue based. Really, there isn't a lot of action. It's a psychological based anime. Um, So it's all mental. It's like watching Death Note when you're like 10. You have no idea what's really going on. You get the gist, but it's not like Mm -hmm. you're not taking it all in for real. 
also, uh, he's very menacing. Oh. 100%. Yeah. He's a menacing guy. Yo, he be pressing the doctors. Yeah. Ooh. Every chance he gets. He's direct. He's menacing. He he wants answers. He wants to do whatever he wants to do. Um, he, he cares a lot. And his name's important to him, which you learn later down the, down the line. His record, so to speak. His reputation's important. And it yeah. clearly precedes him. With the way he approaches these things, which actually irritate yeah. the hell out of me, <laughs> but I understand it. Yeah. So before that happens, we do get apparently a ten-year time skip. This is after uh, our Doctor Tenma has been appointed as the new chief, chief of surgeons surgeon. after the three were murdered. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's been a decade. Well, it's been nine years, but it's been a decade. Yeah. And after he met up with his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Oh yeah, she tried to get back. Okay. First of all. In the last, with the second episode, she dumped him after he lost his title. Yeah. Right? Then her father died because she was the the daughter of the director. Yeah, and she went crawling And back. then she went literally crawling back to this man. She's like, oh, I heard you got your position back and blah, blah, blah. I feel like we should start over. Are you deadass? Like, for, get right, out of he here. He got up and he left. Get out of here. He left her on fucking scene, bro. <laughs> he said... He did. He barely looked at her. He was like, "Okay." I don't okay. condone violence, but a, a little slap, a little quick one. Nah, I mean, like she didn't. She <laughs> no, didn't no, no, you know, no, no, I get that it. was good. Yeah, it was. A, that was good. It was like a. She's like, "You rule the day. You what, rule the what day." What made it so good was that he was silent. Yeah, pretty much. He didn't say anything. He looked at her. She said her nonsense. He got up and he was just like, "Yeah, okay." It it gave you. There was like that small hesitation there, like you saw because like she grabbed his hand. Yeah. And he let it stay there because she's still going about, I think we should get back together and blah, blah, blah. And it looked like he was about to bring his hand away, but then he didn't. But then eventually he did. And then that's when I mean, he that's left. that's got to be hard. I yeah. assume they were together. I don't think they explicitly stated it, but I assume previously they were together they for were engaged. at least a year. Yeah. Like, and they were engaged. So. And at the father's funeral, she was crying and he went to go console her. Right. Yeah. And this was like. So I'm not. I don't know the timeline because after that, then it's like the nine-year skip, mm-hmm. and she's not even a thought anymore. And now he's the chief of surgery. She um, might come back. We never know for sure. She might. It's I possible. thought like because I like I said I don't really remember anything. I thought that she would have been like he killed my dad because remember he like made you like he demoted you and blah blah blah. I didn't even. I forgot like yeah, so yeah. much. So. Also, um. I think we stayed in this already. The twins are gone. Oh, yeah. The twins disappeared. The two kids, the one he helped um, with the brain surgery from the gunshot. Yeah. They're gone. They Yo-Han vanished. Johan and the girl. They don't know where they went. And now we have our, our nine-year time skip. I guess you want to consider it ten for round numbers' sake, mm-hmm. right? Nice is nine number. is so specific that I thought nine it was is like irrelevant. Yes, yeah. yes. Nine is so specific. <laughs> like, nine years. <laughs> okay. But again, I don't know if it isn't or not i know i know it was relevant in the sense that uh like later on in like episode five when he's like i'm gonna get her in oh the age yeah when she's 20 they could have just made they could have just they could have made it they could have made a 10 but i think it was because they had been like a certain age or like oh yeah it's gonna be nine years i guess either way but it's relevant in some sense where it has to do with how old they are now in the new age in this present day and if it's even more relevant we'll find out because right now it's pretty loose which I'm okay with. Yeah. Because um, a, a random number of time isn't... I don't think it's necessarily bad. Just because it's more of reflective upon like a real scenario, I guess. It's like... It could be any number of years, really. Mm-hmm. You just want them to be grown a little more. 
So we have Nanya Timeskip. Yes. And we're introduced to him running the hospital as yep. he pretty much did before. 100%. And he is <laughs> yeah, the next in line. Actually true. Yeah. For, as he did before, but with the actual title now. He was I mean, he had the title before, the but he was he was still being shit on. <laughs> um, And now what we have here is um, he's in line to be director. Mm-hmm. Which was um, his ex-girlfriend's or ex-fiance's father's position mm-hmm. he he's about to be the the man even though he doesn't really want that job like yeah. he said he has a long way to go before he gets there because him like in the nine years or even even in like those two episodes we watched there was like a big like change in growth of character like he kind of did like a switch up because initially even he said like after the whole nine year thing where he was like so focused on money and doing the research and he didn't, he cared about doing the job, but he just really wanted to do his research. He didn't really want to yeah. be out here saving because there was kind just, of lost focus. Yeah, like there's so, sight. I feel like, you know, after you're a doctor, you start to see a lot of death and a lot of, you know, a lot of things that are really uncomfortable. Yeah. So he was like, I really want to do research. Then finally he saved Johan's life and he was just like, hey, um, you know what? I'm going to get back to saving people. This kinda is, this is what I want to reignited that passion. Yeah. And, uh. So now that's exactly what he's doing. Which, so I feel like he doesn't want to be director too yeah. much because you don't really get that. You don't get to be super hands-on. Yeah. You're, you're he's all about, uh, at this point. Exactly. He's all about that. Yeah, I think this is important. This shows where his interest is, mm-hmm. and so far we know he's really nice, sweet, and caring character. Yep. This further solidifies that he's a selfless person. Yes. He is prepared to do the work to help the other, to help other people in general. Yeah. That is his focus. That is where he's at. So it does tell you more and more about his character, which I really like. Even um, if it's at the cost of his his position, which yeah. it, you know what happened to him prior. I mean, honestly, either position he's in is good, and his reputation precedes him as well. Yeah, so that kind of helps him. He's probably like one of the best brain surgeons in whatever well, mile range. I mean, like think about it, right? He is because he really is. Okay, so what is like episode four now? So you yep. see, like there's this dude. He's running through the street. Da 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 da. You have no idea what's going on. He gets hit by a car. So. Then they're like, oh, we need the best brain surgeon because, you know, he's just in critical condition. There's nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. So they call him call Dr. from a whole other, you know, hospital to come and help them with the patient because he's just that good at his job. Um, then, you know, long story short, turns out the guy is someone that they need for a whole other, like, solve of mysteries. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. reintroduce the detective again, which is weird. <laughs> so, right. So they call him to do the surgery on this guy that got injured. He arrives, because, mm-hmm. you know, that's what he, he's yo, the type of character. Yeah. He'll travel to do he it. He came in. He was like, yo, tell me what's going on. Give me all the stats, the numbers. How is he doing? This man's, he's, he's ready. He's, get, he's trying to get the scrubs on. You know, he's good. And this Dr. Lungo, Lunjo, Lupo, <laughs> listen, buddy. Lupo, okay. He's pressing this oh, yeah, brain surgeon yeah. right as he's about to enter... Uh, the operating room about the murders that happened yeah. nine years ago and even though the person he's about to operate on is important for the detective's case this probably in my opinion wouldn't be the best time to confront somebody no because if and and I know like we know why he did no, it yeah. because he tried to put him under the pressure like I'm gonna catch you type shit but it was just like he didn't do anything so there's that he's not or gonna maybe stress do that about it after he finishes brain surgery yeah might like, be important. Exactly, right? Because, like, you need this guy. What if he did do this thing and now you're pressing him and, and he, messes he messes up, up? And he messes up. You just lost the one person you Your needed. whole witness, gone. Like, crazy. So that was a little silly. But besides then, 
Um, we also see how strong the detective's memory is. True. He remembers the entire meeting. Yep. He remember what the um what Doctor Tima said to him. Yep. He remembers everything. It was yeah. recorded in the vault. It's in his head. Doctor Tima on the other hand, he like who are you he's again? Like, who? <laughs> who are you? After a refresher, kind of jogged his memory. Mm-hmm. But it's clear that the detective's memory is in fact ironclad. And even after nine years of not being able to uh, prove, no, I shouldn't even say prove, but to label Dr. Tenma as guilty, he is still adamant yeah. about the fact that he's he's guilty, the He's the guy that, that did it. That he's the culprit. He's the guy that did it. Which is crazy. It's been 10 years. 10 years, yeah. And he's still in his case. Yeah, because he's like, I always solve my case. Evidently like, always. not. Evidently not. Yeah, not after all this that's happening, yeah. honestly. Um, so that's kind of like a big, uh, then like the rest of episode, it's mostly episode four, where you get a, get a, you know, a sense of the witness and this guy and what he's about. And right, right. the same thing kind of happened like <clears throat> with his, the girl that you met in like the first episode, the little girl, yeah. when she's talking about like the killer, like the monster and the guy basically says the same thing. They're being interviewed or you see someone you shouldn't and they just start freaking out and screaming. Yeah. And it's just like okay so there's obviously a similarity between what happened back then and what happened now and there's really only one kind of like factor here we're not gonna get to that yet not yet yeah (laughs) um the guy that he saved Mm -hmm. i don't remember his name oh neither do i but you know if we you know speed around a little bit it got to the point where Doctor... He wouldn't speak for whatever reason. We yeah. don't actually know why he wouldn't speak. He was just mute for a short while. Now, I don't know what it's like to finish brain surgery or come out of a coma because he was in a coma, but he wasn't speaking. Or be scared for your life. After a bit of therapy, after some sessions, just talked to Dr. Tenma. Talked to Dr. Tenma being his physician, supervising him. You know, he finally started to speak and you learn a little bit about the guy's past, mm-hmm. how he got into his criminal lifestyle. Yeah, he's he, basically like a, he was a lock, a lock, lock pick. pick. Just picks the same yeah, the door. that's it. He stuff. really didn't do anything else. Yeah. He's about as guilty as the getaway car guy. Yeah. Which is still guilty, but, but it doesn't you don't hold take the same as, weight. Yeah, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. He, he just kill he, anyone. He gets hired yeah. to steal some stuff. He doesn't, he doesn't rob banks either. He, it's not even like really steal, right? Because he's just opening the door so other people yeah. can do the work. And it's not... It's not, not to say he's not guilty, though. He Shouldn't doesn't do, do heists, either. <laughs> yeah. As far as I know, there's no banks being broken into museum art. Mona Lisa's still there, you know? Yeah. He's not doing any big heists. Um, so, you know, after a couple of sessions with, Doc, with Dr. Tenma, they are outside in the park. He's letting him get some fresh air. Oh, no, before this, um, that same detective, because he's so skeptical of Dr. Tenma assigns a personal guard outside of the man's oh yeah uh, his um room his, his hospital, uh, room. hospital room personal guard the detective wanted that guard there to make sure nothing goes awry mm-hmm. so it's important that we establish that true it's at this point they went outside at the park and that's when he starts talking to dr tenma freely and tells him about his criminal history and how he got involved dr tenma being the sweetheart that he is heard the story and heard that as a boy he wanted a a clock a cuckoo clock one of those basically. cuckoo clocks yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he <laughs> couldn't get it so he tried to steal it as a kid and then it snowballed from there pretty much so what did dr tenman do this man went out he was out with his friend right to go on a double date or some date so he could be set up 
he's walking he sees a like a whole shop full of clocks yep. he stops and he's like this is the clock this is the clock this, this is man clock. wanted he goes inside buys and buys him a clock now i don't know what time like did he immediately go after to give it to him or look night time so a couple date? hours yeah probably he still went on his date yeah. and then he came back to the hospital to go give him the clock um but prior to this the the lockpick dude wanted to uh tell the officer like he kind of just wanted to get everything off his chest and just like let him know like what's going on because he was inspired to start over because of uh, Dr. The, yeah so yeah. but when he goes there he sees the police officer kind of slouched and he's like then he starts falling and he's like okay something's weird so finally when dr tenma gets there uh he goes upstairs he sees the policeman on the floor and is like shit this man's dead what's crazy open. about this <laughs> crazy is the fact that he decides to turn a new leaf right start his life fresh yeah right inspired by dr tenma give up his criminal history and like the minute he decides to do that it essentially <laughs> gets taken away shit went left yeah <laughs> so left and it doesn't help that he ran after the... Yeah, I didn't under... Like, I... Okay. I'm ass- No, here's the thing. Yeah. I'm assuming he gave the officer the candy. And that's why he ran, because he was going to be found guilty. He gave the officer the candy? I the lockpick so. dude? Yeah. I don't think he gave the officer the oh, candy. Oh, no, he was surprised. Yeah, he was surprised. Sure, sure, sure. I think that he knew... He knew who, who killed the who officer. Who killed the officer, because he right, right, was, right. you know, he was hired by him. So it was just like, I know who killed him. He's in this building. I have to get away. The only away. thing I don't understand is... Yeah. Him running to the abandoned building... Why he went there? It's like, did he know that mystery character... We'll say mystery character for now. Do we know mystery character was there? Did he, mystery character leave him a note? Why did he follow the note? Mm-hmm. Like, what was the circumstance that had our mystery murderer in that place? Yeah. And why did our lockpick who wants to turn a new leaf run there? Yeah. I don't quite understand. I don't understand that either. I thought, oh, maybe he was following him, but how was he in front of him? I don't think, yeah, I don't think he it was following It was a weird setup. Um, and no offense, I don't see our mystery character doing parkour running to that building. Exactly. It's not happening. Exactly. So either he was standing there the whole time waiting yeah. for him to show up. Did he call him to say, get over here? Like, it was, it's definitely a little... A little confusing. It's a little confusing. That scene specifically was a little strange. Um, can't quite figure that out. I can't. <laughs> if, you, if you're watching this with us and you get it, please let us know because that... It was a little weird. Like, so far, like, everything's good. But it was, like, a li- that was, like, the slight hiccup so far. It was, like, how did he get there? Are they going to tell us that later on? We got we got nothing. We ain't, we ain't got shit here. <laughs> we, like, yeah, I don't really know what to call that. That was, that was really weird. Um, well, yeah. So, basically, the lockpick dude runs. Dr. Tema comes in and he sees him he sees that the door is open he sees the guy's gone so he sees the uh the exit with the staircase and he starts running after him essentially um and then they end up like in this abandoned like building well it's not even abandoned it looks like it's under construction so it's like all the plastic around and blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. so they're there now and it was so interesting because it was just like if you're being chased 
or whatever the reason is, why would you go to an area where no one else is going to be? Yeah. Versus you would try like, to get lost in a crowd. Exactly. Go into a store or whatever where they can't follow you or they're not going to shoot you. Or like, that was, that was also... It's to me, as a, as a civilian and as a, I guess, an intellectual civilian on top of that, being, right. being a, such a good brain surgeon, um, for you to follow someone running like that, into an abandoned area. I would have called when the police. When he potentially just was involved in mm -hmm. this crazy murder, potentially. Like, the first thing you should do is call the police, call the detective that you know is on the case, that you know, mm -hmm. or that you should have an inkling suspicious of you by now. Yeah. Do anything besides follow them into an abandoned area exactly. where you don't know what's about to exactly. happen. Exactly. Because clearly, if he wanted to hide, he would have found, he would have went into a public space, not somewhere you can easily follow him. Mm-hmm. It was just really weird. I don't know why he even went there. That was just so weird. I mean, it could be this over selflessness and over care for others that we've seen before. Yeah, I think so, that, I honestly think that's what it is. Yeah. I think that is his, his that's his biggest weakness yeah. in my opinion. I don't think it's completely unreasonable to see him doing that. Honestly, that's I, his I don't. Biggest weakness. Yeah. And uh, so now they're in there, and there's the mystery character. There's a lockpick dude freaking out, telling him, oh, like, you can't be here. He's going to kill you. This is the guy, and blah, 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 blah. And you have to run. You have to go. Dr. Tenma ain't moving. He's like, first of all, let's all calm down here. He's yeah. trying to talk logic. I'm like, this man just pulled out, he just pulled out a gun. You have no idea who he is. You have no idea what he looks like. This other guy is yelling at you to run away. He's telling you, like, he killed all my friends. Like, because he had told him before, he killed all my comrades. Like, they think he's a monster. He doesn't care about life and all this other kind of stuff. He's like, you need to leave. And he's just like, listen, you shouldn't kill people, okay? Like, True. obviously, that doesn't matter. Like, True. we all know that. But, but obviously, clearly, that doesn't matter to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so you know, yeah. This plot twist? Not a plot twist. Look, he's Johan. It's Johan. It's the boy it's the, from yeah. the fraternal twin, yep. be specific from nine years ago that vanished. Yeah. And it turns out he was the one who killed the three individuals that were basically making Dr. Tenma's life hell. Because he said that he, when he was conscious, like, I guess when he was able to hear, like, got out of a coma, he wasn't, like, he didn't wake up, but yep. he was able to hear. And Dr. Tenma, like, in his frustration, said he should just kill them all. Like, he needs to get rid of these guys because they were basically dickheads to him. Obviously, he didn't yeah. mean it. He, they yeah. were more than dickheads. Yeah. They tried to completely destroy him and his career. Yeah. That's a little extra. It's not really dickhead. It's just more like you're... And um, he, he said that, sure. But as we've seen over the course of his he life... He ain't gonna kill anyone. And 10 years after, <laughs> he's not that type of person. <laughs> it was just a moment of... It's basically you losing in whatever video game like, you I'm gonna kill you! Like, like it was just a moment. I'm gonna kill you. He had no actual intent behind his words. Yep. Turns out, Johan had the intent. Johan killed all of them, which, ironically, funny enough, made his life amazing. However, now we're fast forwarding. Johans killed another, the same method from the past. Oh yeah, with, so he uses a candy. He poisons it. He poisons it. Which is interesting, right? Because that begs the question how he did it in the past since he was in a coma and they ate the candy when he was in a coma. Um, Do you remember no, that? No, I believe, I don't think, I don't remember if he was in the coma or if he already escaped by then. No, oh no, he was awake. I yeah. He might have been awake. He was awake with his sister because they tried to force him together. Yeah, but they had eaten the candy when he was sleeping, though. He wasn't like conscious yeah, he could for have, that. He could have planted the candy. Then oh, they found okay. Because if How he's in a hospital, oh yeah, true. You could find you can find a lot in a hospital. Yeah. 
I, you know, it pains me to say this, but hospitals aren't actually as guarded as they should be. Oh, yeah, for a lot of shit. They're really not. They're not. Um, (laughs) They're really not. So I'm not overly surprised if someone could get, you know, he'd have to be a pretty smart kid, but it's not completely unreasonable. Also begs the question, right? They came from a household where their family were, their families were murdered. So the reason why the detective is looking into the lockpick is because there has been like a series of murders of just straight up couples. Middle age. Middle age, throat slit, very rich. And it's, it, no, they have no idea who or why. And the only lead they have is this one dude. So now it, it kind of, you know, you start thinking about it like another middle-aged couple back in the day, Johan. It's like, did he kill them? The sister was terrified of him. Yeah. And they weren't, they were fraternal. So it also is like, were they even blood related? A lot of questions start popping up. I think they're blood related. A lot of questions. Pretty sure they're actually related. So now, like episode five, you meet a girl named Nina. Um, very nice girl. She's in college. She's trying to be a prosecutor, and you know, public defender. Is it a public? Is, pub, is it a prosecutor? I don't know what she's doing. Anyway, I think she wants to be a prosecutor, and uh, she lives with you know her family, and she delivers pizzas, a part-time job, and she's in Aikido, and like she's very nice. And this guy, she's definitely to doing too much. Her. Exactly, but. <laughs> Now, it's, it's a her setup. friend. It's not like a random guy. It's yeah, it's her friend Peter. He's just trying to shoot a shot. Yeah, and she's just like, dub, 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 dub. Yeah, she wouldn't, she wouldn't even, yo, can we, can we just go to IHOP for you? Yeah, nah, he's like, nah. She's like, nah. She's like, you want to get some lunch? Nah, I'm good. I have to go to club now. Bye. She's just like, a savage, really. Okay, sure. That poor guy. And, and we're like, she knows that he likes him. I mean, that yeah. he likes her because, like, she's a computer. She gets emails but and stuff. But they clearly have a good relationship. Yeah. Which like, is really nice. It doesn't make her uncomfortable or yeah. whatever. And, and he's he still, he's still like going he's for like, it, too. Yeah. He doesn't seem overly, like, he's not really pushy. pushy. Yep. He just does it in the casual sense. Um, She's obviously very bright, too. Yeah. Because she's late to class. And her professor is asking all the people in her class about a specific case. But he knows she has the answer. And she comes in yep. late, like 13 minutes late, and he clocks it too. He's like, you're 13 minutes late. Now answer this question, blah, 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 blah. And she automatically answers it. He's like, I bet. And like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, fine, you're late, whatever. But you know what you're talking about. So It's very clear she's bright. And yeah. he knows she's bright, and I'm, I'm, all, I'm all aboard. True, true, true. She's doing a lot. She's well-rounded. Yeah, exactly. She's a, They're, like, set her up perfectly, I they feel did. like. They She's really a winner do. character. She's Ex- a winner. Exactly. Um, so, uh, she starts getting emails. So, she gets emails because she has, you know, her friends, they sent their emails instead of text messages. That and, box computer. Yeah, that big-ass thing is a butt. Like, there's a butt on this thing. That's yep. how you know it's old. So, like, uh, she gets an email from some of her friends, and then she gets an email from someone she doesn't know. And they send her, like, this poem thing about, like... I don't even remember what the heck it was about. Something, it was just very poetic. So now she's trying to figure out who this person is and blah, blah, blah. She starts telling her friends. At first she thinks it's the dude that likes her. He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I had to commend him for not stealing credit for something that he didn't do. He was like, that wasn't me. But now I know I have a love rival, so I have to try harder. That was nice. I like that. I appreciate that. Same. I like his character. Yeah. Even though I don't know him, he seems like a genuine person. I really hate when people take credit for something because they like someone. Yeah. They take credit for it and they know they he didn't do it. He respects her, the friendship enough. Yeah. It's good. He's it's like, it wasn't me. Good guy. But shit. He's not going to be important to the story. <laughs> yeah. But at least he's nice. Uh, so then now she's trying to figure it out because then she gets another email and this person's like, well, I'm coming to get you. 
like they're gonna like I'm gonna pick you up. Type Which sounded kind of weird. Yeah, it did. So now she's kind of like a little, Hesitant. a little sketched out. Yeah. Uh, she tells her friends. She does. And then they're like, "Oh, we think it's this one dude who it's, sits like it's Edward Cullen at, at the edge of the desk and who so, stares at you all yeah, day." Yeah, stares at you. So they like try to set her up. Uh, but prior to this, though, before we get you know onto that, prior to this, uh, she's in class, and there's a certain right, right, case. Right. That's, you know, that they're talking about with the massacre of a family and it triggers her. It triggers her. She ends up having a panic attack. The professor uh, tries to ask her a question about it and she starts to answer and she just, she could not do it. I'm pretty sure she ends up throwing up, but it. It looked like she, cause she yeah, held her mouth. Yeah. Um, so and I, she, I assume she did. I don't it, know. Because, uh, so she, uh, well, I feel like it's obvious at this point. <laughs> but like she is Johan's twin sister so you find out on her 20th birthday uh that the her parents are talking they're like oh, i guess we have to tell her that she's not actually our child like we promised ourselves that we would tell her at 20 years old that she's not our kid um that we would tell her that and i'm like okay so obviously it's his sister so you have dr tenma who's now like scrounging around trying to find out more about johan mm -hmm. even though it's not his job because he told the detectives all the shit that had happened to him yep. in that weird sketchy construction house and obviously you could tell the detective doesn't believe him i'm thinking that the detective might be thinking that he has like a split personality thing going on oh i just thought he um, assumes Dr. Tenma was just straight up murder. No split personality. Oh, no split personality. Because he said it's an intellectual crime. True. It's a careful crime. Mm -hmm. That doesn't come often. It doesn't come without motive. Who who would be more skilled to pull that off besides the brain surgeon? True. But I felt like that was just more for the three the three crimes. You think like, so? Yeah, not for this one. Okay. Like he has no That's fair. like what reason would Dr. Tenma There's no have winning. Yeah. to like go around like hiring people to kill couples? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not his, like, well, who, why would he even care about those people? Like, you know what I mean? True, true, true. That, that would be so weird. And if he knew the lockpick dude, he would fake save him. So he would be like, oh, I was so tired. I slipped at the ham. And he would probably kill him if he knew him, right? So he doesn't speak. That would make way more sense. He would have killed him in surgery. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's very true. So it's just like, very true. he couldn't, I feel like it, it's hard for the detective to even try to place blame on him for those yeah. murders. The other murders, I can understand, you know, he's the only person that had motive. But look, the detective is no slouch, even yeah, though I don't facts, like him. Facts. He clearly he, knows something is very strange and he has not let go of this case. Yeah. I do want to see how it develops with this detective. I'm, I don't I don't remember how it is, but I'm kind of scared. Um, so you find out. Right. Tenma goes searching around. Yeah. To find out about Johan, because Johan revealed that's not his real name. Mm-hmm. He, he needs to find that. out um, where Johan is, where he comes from, mm -hmm. why he is, what he is, <laughs> <laughs> what's happening. So he starts digging up details, and he goes to Johan's... Um, Old, like old, old neighborhood, I guess. Yeah, I'll say neighborhood. Okay. Because he was asking everybody, really. That's true. He was he was going around the block. He ends up in an orphanage. Everybody had more or less the same story. Mm -hmm. They remember the boy, and remember his name was Michael. Michael. It was Michael, yeah. Mm-hmm. Michael. And you know, no one was really giving him any more detail than yeah, I kind of remember him. He was a young boy, Michael. They said that he didn't have much of a presence. Yeah. They don't. He left no impression. Yeah. They don't remember him. 
until that one genius old guy. One old guy. <laughs> he was like, you want to know about Michael? Yeah. Come inside. Bring some tea. <laughs> Have some tea. Yeah. Which, you know, it was cool and all. He's a little imposing, if you ask me, but whatever. <laughs> okay. So, you know, he That's goes in. That's the problem in. here. <laughs> he, he's speaking to this old ancient sage. and uh, He's an oracle. What are you talking you know, about? <laughs> he has an ironclad memory, this old guy. He remembers that the boy was a bit cynical. He enjoyed uh, hearing stories of uh, the old man's wartime past mm. because he enjoyed the suffering and the horrors of it rather than anything else in the he story. He enjoyed people being terrified. Yeah. Because there was a specific story that the old man like uh, spoke about. And he's just like, you want to know why he liked it? It's because in that story, we were all scared about yeah. dying. It, um, it shows you the kind of person we're dealing with here. Even though he has some weird loyalty to Dr. Tenma for saving him, he's very sick. He said, and he, and the old guy knew he was Dr. Tenma too because uh, Johan spoke about him apparently relatively fondly saying that Dr. Tenma was like a yeah. parent for him yeah. because he saved him, which is also super bizarre. Someone that saves you doesn't also equal like, you know, equate to like a parent or parental figure, I guess, depending on, you know, where you're coming from, maybe. But he didn't kill him after he killed the lockpick dude. He literally walked by him and called it a day. And then as a kid, he spoke about him quite a bit. Well, just to this old guy. Um, and the old guy did remember a lot. And then he's like, oh, he starts going like, I have no idea what he looks like. He told me that he goes, oh, he must trust you since he told you that because he said his name was Franz yeah. to the old dude. And he told me that wasn't his real name and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, he must trust you a lot to tell you that. He goes, um, I wouldn't call it that. Yeah, Johan apparently doesn't trust anyone. Yeah. He's like, I'm blind. And we find out, yep, the old man's <laughs> blind. So it didn't matter because he can't see him. Which, he has no idea what he looks this, like. I mean, if anything was a show of intellect, mm -hmm. it would be, in my opinion, that the boy nine years prior or around nine years prior even mm -hmm. was so specific and like particular and immaculate with his choices mm -hmm. and what he revealed and the details that he was willing to to let let through the cracks he picked the specific blind man mm -hmm. as the only one as someone who could not identify him based yep. on his face that's to me that's pretty interesting like you're a kid for someone that young yeah that's pretty notable i don't know this johan Making high IQ plays. Actually, high IQ plays. He's big brain. Like, he's, this is crazy. He's real, like, galaxy brain. <laughs> galaxy brain. He's like, beefy. He's 12. So, it, like, it it concerns me because now he's, like, 20 as well since they're fraternal twins. Yep. And he's, like, listen, now I have, you know. I mean, he's evaded capture for 10 years. Yeah. He ran away. He survived. He made it. He did well. He murdered a bunch of people. And now he murdered again and he's still evading he's still elusive completely evading everything because he's an ethereal being for all we know at this point the only person that really knows him is dr is dr tenma, tenma. how what what kind of maneuvering is that he's evading everything and yeah while because revealing even himself. the people like he was having killed he would just call people yeah. to, to hire them to kill you because know, they know him. he manages to just walk around in public yeah he just hides in plain sight you can't Hey, you can't stop what you don't know, what you can't see. You can't identify. That's so terrifying. But he does it really, really, really well. <laughs> yeah. So, he wants to go pick up his sister. Yeah, and she faints because uh, she sees him out the corner of her eye. Yeah. And so she just starts to, you know, that's another trigger for her too because initially, his face. exactly, initially when she saw him when they were younger, 
um, he reached out for her and she screamed her head off. Cause like, something's wrong with him. Yes. Well, now we have context as to why she screamed. Yeah. Cause that boy probably killed their parents. Probably. And if that's not his, it's also weird, right? Because that's not his real name. So what yeah. are their real names? And what are the parents' real names? Like they're supposed to be like rich too, right, or something? Yeah, we don't it's have like all the details. We don't have all the details. She goes, he goes, that's not my, that's not my real name. Oh, also, what? Doctor Tenma knows where he is and where the sister is. Yeah. Because the old man told him. Yeah. Told him. Yeah. So he said he's gonna go get his he's, sister. Hey, he's gonna head there. <laughs> yeah. We're we're ready for something. I don't know who's gonna get there first. Technically, he's there first. He technically, Johan's there. Johan's there first, but doesn't mean he can take her immediately. Right, he has to be more careful. Doctor Tenma might have, you know, a better claim because he's a doctor, and he can. He has a lot of facts and details. Oh yeah, and if she fainted and she's in the hospital, he no might get to her first. But you never know. Yeah. No guarantee, but you never know. Um, this is a lot. So there's there's things we didn't even really technically. There's a lot here. On these three episodes he's, alone. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot. Um, this anime is very. It just seems pretty dense, not in a bad way either. In a really good way. In a good way, yeah. Pretty dense anime. Um, I'm really loving it. Because so it's far. so complex. I'm actually really loving it. It's like an ogre. It has layers. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> that has been the episode of Taku Table. Happy 2020. Look, watch Monster. Uh, don't watch compare it, it to ogres. Okay, I don't compare it to ogres. Maybe compare it to a wedding cake? You know, layers or something? Not an onion? Because onions have layers, like ogres. <laughs> oh my god. Have, have a good 2020. Hope you had a good New Year's. Merry Christmas. Oh my god. Bye!